0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of At Any Rate. I'm your host, Natasha Kanova, and I have J.P. Morgan Commodities Research. Today, we would like to discuss where we see the path for oil prices over the next three months. Our Brent outlook continues to project a tightening market with prices rising from here by another $10 by May. Uh, Crucially, our constructive price outlook assumes zero geopolitical premium and the view that Saudi Arabia and Russia will bring a combined 400 KBD of their voluntary cuts back into the market starting from April. So how do we get there? Um, Do we believe same as in the third quarter of last year via drop in inventories? If our supply demand forecast holds, uh, the oil market will be in the marginal uh, about 300 KBD of surplus this year comprised of a relatively benign 400 KBD stock built in the first quarter before inventories start to drop by mid-year. This can easily shift to a balanced market if OPEC Plus maintains supply restraint and extends voluntary production cuts through year-end. In this scenario, we believe inventories will begin shrinking as soon as April. Yet, putting our balances into question, observable crude inventories in key price formation regions like the US, Europe, Singapore, Japan, and China have steadily drawn over the last months. And at 2.8 billion barrels, they're sitting 40 million barrels below December exit levels. This is despite heavy refinery maintenance currently underway in both the US and Europe and the outages at the Whiting refinery in the US and the two refiners in Russia. Uh, surprisingly, even the inventories of crude on water dropped by about 55 million barrels in, uh, in January, despite tanker data that suggests that disruptions in the Red Sea have delayed deliveries of almost 150 million barrels of oil. On a global scale, the world's onshore crude inventory sit at about 4.4 billion barrels, which is a record low since the start of 2017 when Kepler, this is the data provider we're using, began tracking the data. With crude stocks drawing, uh, brand structure strengthened with one to three months backwardation widening from about 20 cents at the start of the year to almost 70 cents today, signaling increased demand for coverage by Northwest Europe refiners over a 12 week delivery range. So looking on the product side, we see a very similar picture. So firm refinery runs in the mild winter led to about 8 million barrel built invisible inventories of refined ore products year to date through the first week of February. Um, This level is about 4% of 40 million barrels below five-year averages, uh, supporting product prices during the weakest part of the year for oil demand. Combined total visible liquids inventories have drawn about 30 million barrels so far this year. Just to put it for scale, over the last five years, observable, observable crude inventories have drawn by about 5 million barrels on average in January Whereas product stocks have increased by about 17 million barrels versus uh, today's observable eight uh, million barrels increase. So, how we, you know, how do we explain this drop uh, in inventories? Uh, first, on the demand side, uh, incoming data suggest an improving rather than cooling global economy. Uh, a soft lending scenario looks to be playing out in the U.S., where is inflation heading towards the Fed two percent target? And growth exceeding forecasts. Uh, for example, the latest numbers for the U.S. GDP showed that U.S. economy grew by an annualized 3.3 percent in the fourth quarter of last year. This is slower than 4.9 growth in the third quarter, but still significantly stronger than markets' expectations for about two percent gain. Moreover, um, U.S. growth appears to be broadening uh, after spending most of the last 12 months below 50. The U.S. manufacturing PMI rose to 50.7 and joining the services PMI in expansionary territory. Meanwhile, employers look to be hiring in a solid pace. Joblessness remains low and wage growth is beating inflation. Across the Atlantic, the eurozone seems to be headed the same way, uh, though at lower growth. And in China, the latest surveys show the country that maintains a stable growth was policy supports building. And in India, we have uh, the, the numbers for Indian oil demand for January, uh, oil demand is off to a blazing start in the year of important elections in the country. So second, um, OPEC crude exports have been declining. Um, so the implementation of the new OPEC cuts that were announced in December have been quite ambiguous. But uh, if we look at the exports on a 30-day moving average, the 12-member alliance is shipping today about 1.3 million barrels per day less crude than in the peak in October uh, meanwhile, the performance of Russia has been less disciplined. Uh, the country's seaborn crude exports were down by about 150 kBD from their May-June averages in January, half the level of Russia's OPEC commitment. Rus- Russia's shipments of refined oil products stayed flat, less than the 200 kBD drop pledged in December. So third, refinery cracks and margins are very healthy across products and regions, which is incentivizing higher refinery runs, which is, you know, drawing down on crude inventories. Um, So gasoline cracks in Europe, Singapore and the US have been rallying ahead of the upcoming spec changes and uh, unusually strong for the winter season. For example, in the US, gasoline cracks have been gaining strength since the start of the year, uh, driven by octane tightness. Uh, Octane costs today are already at record levels for the season, uh, as well as strong exports. Uh, The switch to summer grade gasoline will take place in March. And the tightness in the high-octane supplies needed to midsummer summer specification will likely drive the uh, U.S. Gulf Coast cracks even higher. Uh, even though gasoline inventories currently sit at their five-year averages, they have uh, drawn over the last couple of weeks and are expected to trend lower over the spring, And uh, given the refinery maintenance and the start of the driving season. Uh, Europe is the market that uh, seems to be very tight, especially on the diesel side. Um, you know, clearly there are deliveries, uh, delays in product deliveries uh, because of uh, ships being diverted due to attacks in the Red Sea. Uh, the inventory low; have been persistently. The, the inventory levels have been persistently low. Uh, refinery maintenance currently underway, so that pushed gasoline cracks about 10 dollars uh, per barrel higher from their October bottom. Um, so diesel inventories remain light in all regions, uh, and regional gas, gas oil cracks have been rising. Was Europe especially exposed uh, because of all the Red Sea disruptions and attacks on Russian oil infrastructure? And finally, uh, China issuing an annual import quarter in one batch. This is a very important. Um, development uh, that is not gaining much attention. But if you look what China has been doing since the start of the year, so China's refiners imported about 11.3 million barrels per day of crude in January. This is well above the 10.2 million barrels per day from the same months in 2023. Uh, that was likely likely encouraged by lower oil prices uh, when the cargoes were purchased, and the release of most of the annual import quota in one tranche at the start of 2024. So the usual practice is allocating the annual quotas in three or four batches, spread uh, across the year. So China's government sets the maximum crude import uh, maximum crude import quota volume for a year, uh, based on refiners' total registered capacity, which currently stands at about 100. million metric tons, this annual ceiling has already been breached for 2024 just because they issued this massive quarter at the start of the year. It's not clear whether the government will allocate additional quarters for the year, but the way we're perceiving this change in the quarter distribution pattern, it leaves more room for refiners to plan their feedstock procurement Uh, and uh, react to favorable price environment, thus incentivizing buying when price is perceived as low. And so because of that, we see a natural floor to the price. Um, So for example, last year, we observed that above 85 brand, the Chinese refiners stopped buying, and anything below 75, they were stepping back into the market. And we believe that this behavior will, will continue this year. Uh, so again, to sum it up, well, we see the prices uh, hitting high 80s, uh, with a risk uh, overshooting to the upside. Uh, our price forecast: the market always gets excited. Excited, we we see this uh, price range being achieved by on, on sustainable basis. Yes, we're talking about averages for the months, uh, somewhere by by the end of April and uh, going into May. So thank you to listening to the Commodities Edition of J.P. Morgan at any rate podcast. We look forward to continue this conversation next week. This communication is provided for information purposes only. Please refer to J.P. Morgan research reports related to its content for more information, including important disclosures. 2024, J.P. Morgan Chase & Company, all rights reserved. This episode was recorded on February 9th, 2024.